Authentic Verdict is a movement that helps motivate people to launch and start their businesses. Whether your business is big or small, or you're just looking for motivation, this podcast is for you. We chat to inspiring founders from e-commerce, blogging, local, service and product-based businesses about the fist-pumping moments and then the dark days that you just want to give up. No two businesses are the same, however delving into the authentic verdict of what works, what doesn't and how to cultivate that crazy mind of yours can help set you on your way. I'm your host, Katie Eels, co-founder of online sustainable skincare store, Sabia Co. Hello and welcome, Mr. David Tingle, to episode one, season two, Authentic Verdict 2023. Well, that's an introduction. That is. Yep. Did you think you were going to get the second call up? No, I didn't. I didn't think anyone would listen to a <laughs> podcast with me in it, but here I am. Back by yeah. popular demand. Yeah. Before we rip in, I love to start every episode off by what you're working on or manifesting at the moment. What am I working on? Uh, I'm working on... Um, I guess being a better dad. You're a great dad. Thanks, but it, you can always be better. You can. Yeah. yeah. Um, being a, a better husband. Yeah, you can always be better. Being better. <laughs> 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 uh, and what am I manifesting? Did you ask that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, manifesting, geez, a, a, an awesome year. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe another property purchase if things... Go our way. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. And lots more holidays. Yes. I'm also manifesting some holidays. Dave and I <laughs> used to go camping pretty much every single weekend. So I'd really love to get back to that. And a couple of overseas trips with the little guy. Yeah. So for a bit of context, it has been two years since Dave's first appearance on Authentic Verdict. A lot has changed. We, I don't even think we were... My hair's grown a bit. Yes. <laughs> Dave rocked up, used to have long curly hair down to his almost shoulders and came home for already a nervous woman about to start a podcast with his shaved head. <laughs> oh, you gotta gotta keep you know, gotta keep you on your toes. Yes. But Dave has got longer hair. We are now married, we have a five month old baby, we are coming into our third and one quarter year of business, I guess. This September, the business will be four. Yeah. We have a great employee and we've done so much internal work on the business to really refine it. And we're so excited to share that with you guys because, yeah, it's a, it's a wild, it's the wild west out there for business owners at the moment, um, especially e-commerce. So hopefully we can share some tips and tricks and yeah, rip in. Yep. Let's talk about 2022, maybe a little bit of a recap, three highs and three lows. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess the year started off really good. Things were, things were happening. It was, um, were we still in lockdown? Still, still, still a bit of lockdown rules. So I guess people at home with money from the government spending. Yeah. It was awesome for e-commerce. Um, and so I guess we, need to, we needed to scale up. We needed staff. And, you know, we, we, we did that, put some staff on and, and um, scaled up to, I guess, to, you know, to give us some help. Mm-hmm. And then everyone went back to work and the, the, mo- the money stopped getting handed out and things went, yeah, things went quiet. Lots of financial scare tactics as well. Like yeah, yeah. 
recession. It was the yeah. word of 2022. Interest rates started going up. I guess people had um, less disposable income. Yes. And yeah, and so and a lot more people also spending their money on traveling now that they could because yeah. beforehand we had nothing to spend our money on except for consumerism. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure. But um, in saying that, I guess it was. It was also a, a huge lesson in, in how we can refine the business and mm. cut down on, on things and learning how to do that. And yes. I guess we learn a lot during that, that process. Yeah, we did. It was such an amazing, I think you came up with it, but one day we just looked at like how much was going out of the business every single month and it was scary. Like a lot of money every single month going yeah. out, paying for whatever. And we just printed out the last 30 days of our uh, bank statement and went through it together and looked at what we were actually spending money on. And I reckon we halved the cost just by doing that exercise yeah. because there's so many little subscriptions and apps and things that I, you know, <laughs> I just really <laughs> nearly would get things and then not really, you know, maybe I didn't like it, but then I'd forget to unsubscribe. And there was just these subscriptions always happening in the background or, you know, like lots of different things. But I reckon we really almost halved our monthly costs by doing that exercise. So if you are a small business or a big business, that is one exercise. And I think we'll do it every six months maybe Yeah. moving forward because it was such a great little way for us to really refine the business and make us more profitable, which is the end game. Yeah. What about three highs? Three highs would be uh, having Louie. Yeah. He's the best. Um, I guess the way we ended the year, mm-hmm. ended the year on a, on a good note. It was, it was um, happy times. Good year. Yeah. It was a good year. It was a good year. Yeah. For me, I think obviously Louie, number one, was the best thing ever happened to us in our life yeah um number two a big personal goal we we finished our renos and i really wanted to put our place on airbnb because hopefully we can buy another property and the property that we do have will be a permanent airbnb it's my goal um and we literally just achieved that goal in the last week of 2022 by having our first guests book in for a week which was epic um that was a lot of uh Work after work for me, doing that last 5% of the renos that I didn't finish. Dave thought he was going to get away with that yeah. 5%, but nope. not on my watch. Nope. And one of my biggest Sabia highs was finally finding a true alignment in staff. Um, we'll get into that. But yeah, we really found the perfect person for our team and for our business and for us as individuals. So I'm, I'm so grateful for that experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited to share a little bit more about that. When we talk about staff within business, I think on the last podcast, you were working in the business and now you no longer work in the business. No. Should we chat a little bit about that decision that we made? Yeah. Um, I guess things were going good and there was, there was probably... Um, you know, a bit of space for me to, to come into the business and get off the tools. Um, and I did that and I just <laughs> couldn't really find my feet. Couldn't find a little little nook that I liked um, in the business apart from all the sort of the back-end accounting stuff. Um, and also, I guess, look, spending, no offence, but spending 24 hours of the day 
Yeah, it's not healthy. With your partner and your and your business partner, I don't think it's it's healthy. So we had nothing to talk to each other about. No, it was some tense <laughs> evenings. Yeah, but I think the biggest reason for us was we decided like, how cool will it be? Dave will finish up on the tools and work in the business. What a lifestyle! I think was the the selling point oh, for yeah. you. Um, but then, as Dave came into the business without any experience in accounting, marketing, business, literally nothing. Yeah. We soon realized that if we were going to be investing business dollars into a staff member, the best decision we could do was invest it into someone who was going to help grow our business. Yeah. And that wasn't you. So I think we tried it for about three months and then just got to a phase where we were like, you know, also for you, you would always say, when you go to work and are on the tools, you work on something and you can see what you've accomplished and yeah. achieved in a day. Whereas for anyone who has a job that is on the computer, you, you're not building anything. You're answering emails, you're in meetings, like there's no tangible achievement at the end of the day. And I think that was a really big deflating factor for you because you would come home with such a headache from like learning and and all the mind work, but not being able to see what you actually achieved that day was, yeah, was hard. Yeah, I, I sort of need to see physically what I, I've achieved and, and, yeah, I wasn't getting that sort of that, that um, sense of achievement at the end of the day when I left here and I just couldn't, couldn't get my head around it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I guess a good job popped up for me. And, and it's been the best job ever. Yeah, it's been a good job. So I used my skills elsewhere and I'm bringing in some good money to our family. So Yeah. Yeah. And then Dave also still does work within the business, obviously. Um, he's dedicated Monday nights to all of our payroll and accounting and things like that. And then the odd afternoon that Jess can wrangle him into the warehouse for some videos. Oh, Mask Mondays. Don't forget about them. Mask Monday. That's not a chore. It's That's, a ritual. It's a ritual. <laughs> <laughs> so little Louis is five months old. That has just flown by. Yep. How are you handling the parenting, marriage, friendships, business and work juggle? Uh, the parenting part, I'm loving it. <laughs> it's the best. It is the best. It is the best. Um, relationship, I think we're going good. Yeah. Going it's, good. It's been a good thing for us. It's been the best thing for yeah. us. I feel like we've, we are such a team yeah. and we're so a lot more compassionate and patient that's all me <laughs> birth made me patient which is good yes, I needed that you got some skills through the whole uh pregnancy and birth <laughs> thing it was fantastic it was good good that you you calmed down a notch yes. yeah yeah awesome um and through business um yeah. You didn't really have to do too much no. in business this year. <laughs> I didn't. I just so that's gotta, not a I just got to keep you in the – keep the reins on you. Yeah. That's my – My spending reins. Yes. Yeah. And what about you, Katie? Um, for me, becoming a mother was hands down the, the best thing to ever happen to me. I'm such an organised go-getter and birth was nothing like I planned or envisioned – and it was the most perfect birth for me as an individual, as challenging as it was. It really taught me to be patient and to be adaptable. And it has set me up to be the mother that I'd always dreamed of being. I think I'm doing a pretty good, pretty good job at it. Um, but it makes me be so present and patient with him. And I no longer have a to-do list every morning 
because that would just make me feel like shit if I didn't achieve it. So now we just wake up, we do our little morning ritual, we go down to the beach and then I just let the day unfold and I feel like that's taken so much stress and pressure off me. Yeah. And it makes me enjoy what I'm doing so much more. Um, With work, I think I really got a solid four to five months off work. Thank you, Jess. Um, But in the last month, I have finished the Authentic Verdict marketing course, which will be launching in a couple of weeks. Um, We built a whole new website and also, what else did we do? It was a big month. Oh, lots of new products. And I think that was the first time I felt like I couldn't do both and the juggle was really um, tough, like coming into the warehouse and wanting to smash stuff out, but Louis being awake for two and a half hours and he's a very active Oh, Little boy, he doesn't just lay on the floor and... He's got some go about him. ...look at books. So that's been a little bit of a challenge for me, but I think I'm slowly learning. I'm getting there. And the two hours that he sleeps in the day, it's so crazy how much I can achieve now that I'm not procrastinating because I know I've literally got two hours. So do yep. as much as you can. So that's been good for me. Yeah. Um, what about maybe some of the best and worst decisions that we've made in the business since the last podcast? Um, worst decisions. I don't know. Th- I don't th- think we've made any really bad decisions. It's all. It's all lessons. Yeah. It's all lessons, and if you if you don't, you know, if you don't make decisions, you'll you'll never learn and grow as a person and as a business. So, yeah. What's yeah, the, the quote? If you don't take risks, that's the biggest risk in life. You got to risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, choppy bicky. <laughs> <laughs> um. Best? Best would definitely be finding Jess. Yeah. She's a, she's a gem um, and the way I guess she, she handled it coming into the business when you were... It's such a difficult time. You were, um, <laughs> you were full preggers. Um, yeah, she's, she took everything on and, and she's definitely grown as a... Just a, even in the last year, we've seen her grow, grow so much. Um, as an individual. As an individual and yeah. it's... Yeah. It's awesome. It's Great decision. Special, hey? What about you? Um, for me, the worst decision was, Dave touched on it before, kind of having like rose-coloured glasses and, and growing, not growing, but like maybe trying to expand quicker than necessary. Um, for our first hire, we did it too late. I felt like the pain yeah. points were there and we yep. waited too long. But then for the next lot of hire, I think we might have done it too quickly um and that's just something that i think it also comes down to the individual staff member but for me that was kind of stressful because we got to a point where i was maybe like 30 weeks pregnant and i just didn't feel like i had the team to support me to take off the time that i needed to become a mum um so that was really stressful and amongst that like obviously lots of changes with covid and spending and advertising costs were through the roof but the results were like never good in that period I'll get into it with Jess on a marketing app but we also you know got sold the dream by a big ad agency that completely ruined our ad funnel and our income for a good 3 to 6 months like yep. that was fucking shit yeah um and then in that also I doubted my skills as, you know, our marketing manager um, with my content creation skills and we hired an agency for a lot of money who created 
the worst content I've literally ever seen. We we didn't even end up getting all of it. They were three months over their deadline and I just said, don't bother. Um, so that was that was a lesson. It was shit. Yeah, it was a there costly was, lesson. There was definitely some sleepless nights. Yeah. But um, all good lessons and, and that's kind of been the fire behind me creating the Authentic Verdict course because I know we have such an incredible community that listen to this podcast and lots of other business owners like I you know I work in marketing and I still got sold that dream and didn't have enough understanding to do it myself so the course is essentially um, cutting out the middlemen so that you have more money in your back pocket at the end of the day and some skills to teach your staff like Jess has so many skills from everything that I've taught her that is in that course. So I'm really excited about that. Um, And best decision was, yeah, 100% hiring Jess. Um, I'll also get into finding the perfect employee in another episode, but I leaned upon some good mentors and business friends. Um, Rindy and Romana, who have been on the podcast from Lahana Swim, helped me to, well, I just guess they shared their hiring process as well. And it was more about, the energetical feelings and the vibe of the person opposed to the perfect resume. So with Jess, it was just literally the universe's work. Um, I hopped on my personal Instagram one day and she'd liked a photo and I didn't know who the person was and stalked her Instagram and she was doing a little bit of contract marketing work. So I just messaged her and said, would you be interested in doing some stuff for us? And initially in my mind, I just wanted to have her for three months to, you know, cover me while I had Louis and then I would come back. Um, And we went for the interview and we literally just chatted for two to three hours about mindfulness and rituals and what lights us up. And and I just knew that she was the perfect person to fit into our business. Her core values aligned perfectly with, with ours as a business. So... I think that was one of the best decisions was just going with my gut and, you know, the right person just came up and, yeah, we're, we're just so lucky that that's how it, it unfolded because mm. it was a really stressful time and I, you know, didn't get to come back to work as soon as I would have expected. Yeah. With everything that we do have going on, what are some of your little ways to switch off? How do you switch off? Uh, well, I'm pretty good at switching <laughs> off. Um yeah, we talked about this in the last yeah last same podcast. answer same answer. Um, <laughs> I'm a pretty pretty positive guy. I can see the silver lining in every sort of event, whether it be a, a really bad one or a, a bad one. <laughs> um, so I can yeah, I'm happy to to talk about things and and try and see the the, the positive side of of that. And yeah, I just close my eyes and go to sleep oh my god it shoots me (laughs) what about you Um, what are your new coping mechanisms i think meditation is still a huge one for me um but also recently i have gotten into journaling which um helps me to kind of just free write all the thoughts out of my mind so that hopefully the mind is empty before bed but i just get so excited we've got so much cool stuff happening I'm not laying in bed, biting my fingernails, stressing out. I'm laying in bed, coming up with launch plans and like just so much excitement. Although so there's been sleep. some nights I've heard the fingernails going. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> it's all part of I'm it. I'm a female. Yeah. 
Um, we are now three years and one quarter into business. How do sure. you feel about that? That zoomed by, didn't it? It's so quick. Very quick. Uh, exciting. Um, yeah, it's gone quick and we've learned a lot. It's crazy from where we, we started in the, in the bedroom mm. with uh, a couple of products and now we've got a, a warehouse and staff and... Full range. Yeah, full range. It's pretty wild. You've, you've, um, you've done an awesome job. Thanks, Dale. What about... Yeah, uh, I think for me, um, actually just this week, Dave and I packed orders for the first time in a really long time. And it was so cool seeing people's names that I remember handwriting cards in the first few months to those people. And just to see that they're still customers, you know, three years later is just... There's no better response for that for me personally. Um, it just makes me so, so proud that we've been able to build such a beautiful and supporting community. Like our community aren't customers at all to us. There's such a bigger exchange between what they give to us emotionally and supportive and encouraging. And it's just the best. We're so lucky to have, to yeah. have them. Yeah. What about the impact that we've made in those three years? Uh, the impact that we've made, I, I think the impact that we've made on people's skin and their, mm. you know, their confidence in their lives um, is huge. Uh, I, had, I had pretty bad acne at the later end of school and, and into my nightclubbing years. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the worst. Um, I, yeah, it was this huge kick to your confidence. Um, but if I had known a bit more about it and how to, how to treat it and um, the whole skin barrier thing, you know, I was, buy, I was going to the supermarket and buying stuff the you that know what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the education that I guess we've given people and the feedback that we've got that we've helped, helped their skin and their lives is huge. Yeah. So, yeah, very proud of that. Yeah, and me too. What about you? Um, yeah, definitely our customers' feedback and response. But also for me, like the reason why we launched this business was because we're passionate about the planet and we both pretty much live in the ocean whenever we can. So sustainability and our approach to helping the planet was one of the biggest key factors and still and always will be. Um, this year we, well last year, we achieved some huge goals. We stopped now over 30 million single-use makeup wipes from being purchased and ending up in landfill which is huge Um, and alongside that we officially launched our refill program which has helped us as a company reduce our emissions by 75 percent which is huge because we already had pretty low emissions so that's a really big achievement for me as a sustainable business owner so yeah I just can't wait to keep on unfolding on on those programs that we've instilled and keep developing products that are changing the skin care game while looking after Mother Earth. Yep. Game-changing business strategies. I think we kind of already touched on that. For me, number one would be, you know, looking at our costs and refining that as frequently as possible. Yep. Um, For me, stepping away from the, the big influencers yeah. Oh, well, well, we can go into marketing strategy as well because okay. that's that's definitely the biggest marketing strategy that we've had. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that was hurtful to see all that money going out and yeah, and not much coming back in. So I think it's, the, it's a changing world and yeah. So it's good to good to be on top of it and 
and I guess people were sort of getting over the fact that someone would be promoting a, a cleanser one night and then a, a different brand two nights later and saying it's their fave. Yeah. So <laughs> the line in the sand for us um, was we invested just over 40k in a very big health and wellness influencer. And I literally sold it to Dave and I did all the work, you know, making sure the insights, like they were the perfect person. And um, the her code made two and a half grand, which was the biggest kick in the guts Ooh, because, yeah. you know, that's 38 grand in the bin. If you put that into ads, you'd be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and that's something I've added into the course as well because that was a really big lesson for us and and how we've refined that internally to we literally don't spend money unless we make money now on influencers and ambassadors. So that's been a huge game changer for us. Um, And then kind of just rebooting that community feel. Instagram's algorithm has changed so much, which is shit because we don't actually end up reaching our customers as much as we used to. But, um, you know, coming up with fun little interactive ways so that we are at the forefront of their mind, not just selling. Like we're, we're there educating and having a good time. We're not there to sell. I don't think we've ever really tried to sell products our whole time in business. Yeah. We've just educated and let people make educated decisions. What are you most proud of as, as an individual when you think of what we've achieved in the last two years? Uh, oh, I'm proud of everything. Mm. Everything, yeah. Like I said, from where we started to where we are now, it's um, I never thought that we'd no we'd get <laughs> get to where we are. Um, still a long way to go, but very proud. Mm. Yep. What are you, What are you proud of? Yeah, I think the same for me. Like, it's been such a changing market for a small and new business. You know, we launched in 2019 at the end of the year. With a bang, we had a really successful launch, which was epic. But then we came into COVID and, you know, the freight. And there's just so many issues that unfolded with COVID. And I feel like it's just a constant new thing. I feel like we haven't had a smooth run of launching a business and just being like, cool, this is easy. It's just always like, here's some big worldly change that's going to fuck up the plan. But I'm just really proud of how we've continued to work through it because it is challenging. I think everyone can look at Instagram and assume you see the packing order videos and you go, wow, they're killing it. What a, like They're having the best time ever. But there's so much. That's the 1%. Yep. The 99% is being at the warehouse at all hours of the day, and being not. covered in skincare, having to bring your baby to work at four weeks old, you know, there's there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and I'm just so proud that we've been able to support each other to get through it because it yeah. is a challenge. Anyone who owns a business knows it's a fucking challenge. Yeah. Hey, you also got some pretty cool awards I did. last year. Yes, I, I won the Gold Coast Women in Business Award, which was huge. Um, and also we, as a business, won the Channel 7 Young Achiever Award, I believe. <laughs> yep. But yeah, pretty cool. It's so nice to be recognised from external bodies for the work that we do because it is a lot of work and, and we're trying to make the world a better place so it makes us feel really good when, you know, people outside of our realm of customers and family and friends recognise us for that. What's some best advice you've been given or you'd like to give? 
Um, put your phone down. Yes, you've lived that this yeah, year. Yeah, yep. That's been a huge one for me, um, getting off the socials. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just realised that I was spending way too much time looking at other people's shit shit, and, and not Fake concentrating. Lives. Yeah, not, not concentrating on what's in front of me. And, and since I've, I've done that, it took me a couple of times. I just delete the app and then forget about it. And then I guess someone say, oh, have you seen this? I get the app again. I'll be like, why am I on this again? Mm. But I, yeah, I've now I've been off it for ages and it's yeah. the best thing ever. I come home from work and put my phone on charge and, and, and spend time with my family and I'm loving it. Just yeah. getting way more stuff done and, and yeah, definitely an improvement in, I guess, even my mental health. Yeah. I feel like I'm way more positive and yeah, yep. 100%. It's been yep. so nice. I feel like you also, you learnt a lot about habits this year. Um, yeah. And you really created some great habits, which that is one of them. You put your phone on charge and you don't touch it until your alarm goes off in the morning. Yeah. And it's so great. I tried to also do the similar thing. I put my phone on do not disturb for 12 hours from 6 till 6, which I find helps a lot for me as well because it's so easy to see a notification pop up and you'd be like, oh, I should have a look at that. Yeah. Um, But for me, I think the best advice I could give to someone is you are so much more powerful and stronger than you'll ever give yourself credit for. And there's experiences in life that teaches us that. And for me, the birth and postpartum journey really, really instilled such a strength and confidence in me afterwards, not during, it was a bit tough. Um, But I think that we, we often forget that we have such an infinite energy inside of us and it takes, you know, not looking at what other people are doing because as soon as we do that, and I'll use birth for example, it's so easy for me to look at someone who breathed their baby out in the water, which was my dream birth, as opposed to my birth, which was four really painful days unmedicated of labor that ended in an emergency cesarean it's easy for me to go oh i've failed and have that reflection of myself which will then bring me down the emotional guidance scale and make me feel shit about myself whereas i can look at it in a different way and say well that was what the universe needed me to learn throughout this period of becoming a mother is that there's patience and there's strength and I think it's just how we can look at things can help to find that power within us instead of constantly looking at others and judging or seeking approval from others to make us feel good you just have to hone into that source within you to make you feel good and then you can make others feel good yeah what about a favorite quote uh, I should have Googled a quote about habits or something. I, I don't really have a quote, um, but rip in. Yeah, I think rip in <laughs> is yours, which is very similar to mine. Mine has always been just do it. I think the longer that we hesitate on decisions, the more you know pros and cons that we add up on that list and often we don't end up doing what we more, wanted to do. because more time it, you're wasting too. Life's short. Yeah, procrastination. To do something, nothing's going to change if you keep living the way that you're you're living. Wish I could remember your crab analogy from after our accountant meeting last year. 
Remember about the biggest warehouse? I also tried to do it on the first episode of here that we ever did and I can't remember it. But oh, I say some pretty weird shit. But <laughs> Essentially, you can't grow if you're staying in the same, same realm. Same shell. Same shell. Yeah. Um, it's the same as your mindset. You can't become a more positive and, and better person if you keep telling yourself the limiting beliefs and yep. shit stories. On that note, Mr. David Tingle, thank you so much. Hopefully this fucking episode works. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you soon. The next episode is going to be with Jess, our marketing guru. There's also going to be a lot of just individual quick, quick chats with me, potentially Dave again around some, you know, just focused things in business like staffing and etc. But some really cool guests coming this year. I'm very excited to be back on the podcast. Thank you for being patient and we hope no that you love... I'm Not you, Dal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya.